Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Human Blueprint. I'm here with Herman and Bernard. And on this episode, we want to talk about the words that you use and how important it is that you choose the right ones. So, are there words that you feel that you use that you should not be using? Sometimes I still catch myself using try. Okay. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So, I mean, some of the people who don't realize the words that they use, they they don't understand that words are actually supposed to be tools. But when you use the ones that are not conducive for growth as a tool, then it becomes a weapon. Not necessarily a weapon to hurt somebody else, but hurts you. So some of the words that we use have to be switched and changed so they stop hurting us. See, even though I consciously know not to use certain words, it's somehow still there still appears and I have to catch myself to to switch it Mm -hmm. so what are some of the good practices of well let's go over the words first okay so that's one I know that (laughs) so so you know one of them Mm -hmm. you said it let's try hope and can't yes do you know why those three are very poisonous they limit you what else? Put you in a box. They steal your dreams. Even hope? Oh, yeah. What happens when you have a hope and you put it out there and say, you hope you're going to be someone famous or you hope you're going to be have X amount of money or you hope you're going to find this type of wife or husband and it doesn't happen? What happens? I guess when you're hoping, you're not really committing. You're not really thinking that you're going to get it. It's more of like playing lottery. Mm -hmm. See, the way you're supposed to do it is you have to become it first so that you can find that match, that pair for relationships. But a lot of people, they don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. So they just think, yeah, you look good. So yeah, you'll be mine. It doesn't work that way. I guess like hope is also like when when you pray for something. When you, when you think that, okay, I'm just going to get this just by pretty much not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But just like putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. So do you know some people that use those words oh, yeah, and yeah. have that psyche? For sure. I right. think what's interesting though is even though you're hoping and you're, it's kind of like a Hail Mary. You're mm-hmm. just throwing it up there and hoping that it you catch it. You still get upset if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So you're not expecting it to happen. You're not putting in the work to make it happen, but yet you still get upset if it doesn't happen. So So I think there's a disconnect there. It's like in school. You hope to get perfect grades, but you Mm -hmm. never show up for class. You never do your homework and you suck at tests. You you hope you're going to get into that college or you hope you're going to get those grades or get that job that you wanted. Is that similar like wishing? Of course. It's an empty promise where a lot of people don't realize that when you put too much on that Hail Mary or too much on something that you're not putting enough effort behind what's going to happen? You get in what you put out Mm -hmm. and I guess once you continue to use this like for example hope Mm -hmm. it sort of takes away the responsibility and what happens when you do that? then you don't get the results obviously (laughs) yeah but it sounds nice sounds nice reasons don't mean anything so what would you then replace hope with? Think about it. What would you... So we had this conversation before. I want to hear what you have to say before. 
So for for me, instead of hoping, it's it's really just going to do it. Okay. I remember this from our event over two years ago, and okay. it's intention to not hope for it, but intend. You have to will it. If your will is so great, if your will and your drive is unrivaled, if your will is there and it's never watered down or diluted, you have the effort. Put the effort in the right area and get better results. But a lot of people, they no longer have that effort. They no longer put those efforts until they get something first. And I, I guess even when you're saying, okay, I hope that's, this will happen. You know how you said, like, you get upset? Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't think I would get upset. If I said, oh, I hope this would happen, and it doesn't happen, I'm like, ah, oh, big deal. Because I didn't really put any effort into it. It sort of, sort of gets you, sort of, how do you say, you're not that committed to it. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't happen, eh, not a big deal. But if you have to will it, then you actually have to do something. And if you, if you don't get it, it's probably going to sting a lot more, but it's going to give you the opportunity to make adjustments. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you won't lose it as easy. Because a lot of people who hope for something, and let's say they get a little piece of that, they don't appreciate the same way because it came easy. And that's why the lottery winners, for example, was about the average of three years before they go bankrupt. Yes. Because they didn't really mm-hmm. earn that money. Plus, they themselves did not learn how to become a caretaker of that because they had a poverty poverty consciousness. They were used to just fill in the holes. So buy something, let's fill that hole. Buy something, fill this hole without realizing that internally you had to fix what was wrong first so that when you use that capital, you can use it to invest, use it to grow, use it to expand. Mm -hmm. I don't think they were investing. (laughs) Why? Because that's boring, right? Yes. And it's the most boring things that are not flashy enough that people turn their backs. It's true, though. So I have friends who are great investors and I have friends who no way they're going to invest. And investment is boring Mm -hmm. because you don't see the returns immediately, Mm -hmm. It's especially long-term investments. You actually have to put things away Mm -hmm. and leave it. And trust that it will. And so I have friends who blew up, like honestly, they made so much money, they just blew it. They went, actually, they went bankrupt afterwards. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to put it away and just, just leave it there. They just spent everything. Mm-hmm. See, that was hoping that maybe yes. that something better will come along while we continue to waste that, it. That's what happened. Right? That's exactly what happened. They just kept on hoping. But if they willed it, then you would have willed something into a investment. And when you pass on, what's it called? When you pass something to somebody as a surviving person? Inheritance? Or a will. A will. So we have to learn to use that same will while we're alive, but do something with it. Put that effort. And that's something that a lot of people don't learn is a lot of things in life think you can learn or be taught. One thing that most people will never learn is the effort cannot be taught. You can't literally grab this person and say, go eat, go do this job, despite that he hates eating whatever was on the plate or he does not want to work. Effort has to be internal. So you have to figure out what it is that's holding you back from tapping into that. And that's why when we raise children, we never want to spoil them too early because you never want them to lose that hunger. Is that why most people hire a trainer in the gym? Because they need somebody to tell them what to do? 
yes, but also maybe they don't know the right positioning or the right form. So they have to learn that first. Gotcha. Because a lot of people saw a gentleman who's on arm press, who's doing it completely wrong and ended up hurting the entire, because mm. he just thought you should just pull it without keeping it straight and doing it. It was just like, oh, pull as much as I possibly can. And the yeah. body was in every direction. That's not how you do it, right? There was right. A, there's a specific form you have to follow. Okay. Right? So that's why no hope. Okay. No, no hope. No, hope. no, no try. Hope. Well, why okay. no try? Trying again, another commitment where if you try to do something, okay, I'm speaking for myself. If I try to do something, mm -hmm. it's it's almost like I'm going half halfway. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just gonna try to do it. I'm not. I'm not actually going to do it. So it gives me a way out. Yeah. I think for me, if when I use the word try, it's like justifying if I don't get the end result that I'm looking for. It's like justifying my my failure, my inability to make something happen. It's like, oh, I tried it. Okay. And they say, what, you get A for effort? Like, that's one of the things that we were taught. It's like, hey, that was A for, you get A for effort. But I, didn't, I don't think I put that much effort in when I'm trying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's why you never want to mask or lie to yourself when you put your effort. You have to learn how to gauge what your bottom is to what your ceiling is and then you always want to figure out can you push the ceiling just a little bit more can you give just a little bit more without sacrificing this your health yeah i usually use it when i'm feeling lazy <laughs> it's like, oh yeah i'll try to get to it right but instead what word would you use to replace it with i will attempt attempt it's like in basketball <clears throat> when they say fga means field goals attempted, attempted yes right they don't say field goals tried, <laughs> right? So you have to make sure that you put the attempt, your best effort every single time to make sure that you're always going to try, not to use the word try, attempt, focus, focused intent. Make every single thing where all of your energy and all of that focus is basically aiming to get the result that you want. But a lot of people that only want to do it halfway, but want to get that result, mm -hmm. what happens when they can't get it? Well, obviously they're disappointed, but they also have a way out. So what happens is they feel they can't get it. Think about mm -hmm. that, because that's the other word. Oh, yes. Can't. Right? They feel they can't get it. They feel they can't achieve it. But you see what happens is they try, we'll use that specific word because they use that. They'll try one thing once, and because they didn't get it right the first time... So I can't do it. What? What did he say? Can't get it. Can't do it. So that's why if we made our best attempt, put our will behind it, we get what? The result. Results. And that's why so many people are fighting mediocrity, because of the words they use, give the excuses, becomes poison that they don't even realize... So is it the words that are affecting your, I guess, your beliefs? Or is it your beliefs that are affecting your words? Both. Because both of those are energetic sequences. So when you use the word, let's say, can't. Mm -hmm. Can't. Can't. I can't do this. I can't do that. Someone tells you, you can't be a painter. What happens? Goes down, goes down, goes down. 
you know what? You tried. Oh, I tried. Oh, they tried. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. Mm, okay, mm. we're still hoping. We're still hoping. We're still hoping. That's what happens to your energy. That's why it kills mm -hmm. the dream. So what you have to learn to always do is always replace it with something better. So instead of try, attempt. Instead of can't, well, instead of what else is there? Can't or hope? Hope, intent, intent. See how we can always replace something, but we never consciously do. So, even if your belief system is not there yet, if you just focus on just replacing the words, eventually it will affect your belief. But then the results will start changing because then the patterns have started changing. When you use very specific words, you're trapped in a very specific pattern known as a frequency. So you can only go at a certain frequency. But once we change that, if we want things to change, we have to change. So we're going to change the words we use. We can use a different frequency. One that is a little more free-flowing. One that does not have as much baggage or anything to hinder its movement. Words are energy too. And if we learn to master them, then when we speak, we're able to help influence people in a much better way. As opposed to, you know what, Angelo? Go buy that. Because I told you to go buy that. Mm -hmm. Probably won't buy it. But if you understood, and if I use the correct words, and tried to, and I'll use that word, try to sell that to you, you may not buy it. But my, if my best attempt and my will was behind and said, you know what, this guy really needs this. But we have to be clever to figure how can we present it to him so that he understands the value of this, so that he understands that he's no longer going to reject me or reject those ideas or reject what goes in his head. Then you start to say, oh, I made a great attempt to help this person, but they said no. Doesn't mean no forever, just means no, not right now. Because mm. they were closed off. That's why you always want to make better attempts. And the greater the attempt, with that will, with the ability to ensure that you change the language, then more people will start drinking. More people will start listening. More people will start receiving your message. Just like in sales. What if you just went up to somebody and says, you know what, I can't do this for you. You know what, I tried to get this for you. You know what, this didn't work. And you put all these negative things, how are you going to get the sale? You're not going to. The person, that's not going to be received well by the person. It's not going to get the sale very much. Because it's like we know instinctively that that, that doesn't, that's not down. excellence. It brings right? you down. But if we change and say, you know what, we made the greatest attempt to get this product for you. It's just, we, our hands are tied. We can't do that. But you know what? We have another great product. Would you like to take a look at this one? Doesn't have all the options, but let's take a look at this one. Right? change how we speak change how we influence and give that perspective it's i mean i'm listening to this it's very simple application is a different story 
Mm-hmm. Right, it's a very simple concept. Right, so definitely for me, it's the, the try is what I'm going to get rid of. I'm going to replace that. And were there any other tips for people? Change the environment of those that use those words. Yes, because we learned this from somewhere. Exactly. It's not like we just were born and like, hey, let's just use these words. So if your environment, for example, is your family. And that's all they use. Then what do you do? You need to limit the amount of time that you're exposed to that so that you can focus your energy to shift and change and become better. So if you're living with your family, mm-hmm. that's like that. Then You need to have your own me time. And, and get out and when I say meantime it's what are you doing to get better today what are you doing to become better than you were yesterday you have to have that me time to always grow I guess the other part is your your friends for example mm-hmm. your, your acquaintances or your surroundings if they don't have this type of language I guess you can teach them but it, and if you can't teach them then maybe it's time to reconsider who you're around and that's a very good way of saying it, but a lot of people get too comfortable with who they call their friend. And they feel bad of leaving those friends, and then they become those friends, talk exactly like those friends, and they never really spoke for themselves. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed a lot, is mm-hmm. certain friend groups, they use the same type of words mm-hmm. all yeah. the time. Exactly. Like they have yeah. the same vocabulary. You want to change that. You want to get better. It's true, though. They generally the people that are associated with all have the exact well not exact but very similar uh, patterns. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a comfort in those patterns, so you can at least I don't know I guess they feel connection or something. So I guess we can stick out a little bit, definitely, and make some changes, replace it with something better. I will, <laughs> <laughs> but will you? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let's keep talking in the comments and let us know, do you use these words? And if so, do you think it's powerful to to make that change and shift? And let us know if that helps you. Thanks for listening. Just be sure to like and subscribe so you can get updated for all the other episodes. And we'll see you on the next one.